the thing about Nito, I I know that 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 we've done we're done with Nito, right? Like offensively, he does nothing, and I mm-hmm. I, I I know I know that we've all sit there and say that that Nito is uh, a dead bat, but they love him, and I don't understand this. Their Buck is is notorious about sticking with his guys. He's going to keep on playing Nito as much as possible. Navarro's going to be here. It opens up the DH as we we talked about the last podcast with Evan. It's going to open up that DH aspect to Alvarez's game that he can now play more DH, but it's still a wasted spot. Like here's the thing, Gallo. This Mets team is not good enough right now to continue to to allow to have one-dimensional players. Like Vogelback, Tommy Pham, I, I hate to put more Canna in there too because I think he has something to offer, but still mm-hmm. it's not enough right now. Those three guys can go and it would the, the lineup would be better. Ronnie Mauricio adds more. I mean, you look what he's doing every day in the minors. He's going to add something more than what those three guys have. I'm telling you right now, and it's the same thing on on all levels. I'm seeing all these guys, and it's just like you could even go with Escobar, even though he's turned it around a little bit lately. There's too many one-dimensional guys that we just have to move on from. Well, my thing is with Canna, you know, until Fam gets DFA'd or sent around, traded, like I'm okay with him being on the roster because he's not the one that I view as the weak outfielder. Even though he needs to be way better, and I'm kind of through with how average he's been, below average. But when I look at the roster, one, Navarro should be the backup. I'm done with Nito, and there shouldn't that shouldn't affect Alvarez. That shouldn't affect Vientos. That shouldn't affect Beatty. And if they're going to call up Mauricio, it makes no sense to keep Fam and Vogelbach on the roster. I think they would opt to send down. They would DFA Vogelbach just because he is positionless at this point and he's giving you nothing and you would still need another outfielder and they probably wouldn't feel the need. He's a lefty bat, but I don't think they value that as much. And you do have a baby now, which added a lefty to the lineup or, or to the squad. I just, I, I am confident that they are not as tied to Vito as everyone thinks. I think that they view this situation as not dire, as not like desperate, but that they can't operate like they did at this point last year. Because they are not winning every series. Like they last year, what what was it? We went two months without losing a series or whatever it was. And I look at the, the way that they're operating this year and I think they feel oh, the urgency. Yeah. yeah, I think they feel the urgency. I I don't think I don't know if any team does this, but I don't think that they are looking at what the Phillies did last year or the Braves two years ago or the Nationals four years ago, how they started extremely slow and still made the World Series. I don't think they're doing that. Like, I think they understand that they cannot fall too far behind. They're only barely sitting in that sixth spot. And we shouldn't even be talking like that in May, but we are. Here we are, you know, kick off the summer, and we're talking about standings. And (laughs) I think that they understand that, so I do think that Nito is not safe. Same thing with Sanchez. I think they called him up because he was going to opt out anyway, so why not give him a shot while the other two guys were hurt? And he failed. No, and I get that, and I agree with that part. I think the Sanchez, they, they, you said that before, and and I, I agree. They have him here. Why not give him a see what they have? And thank God they, 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 they turned this around quick because I would not want to sit here for another week of like, oh well, we have Sanchez here because we can, and and 
Alvarez has options. Let's send him down for a week because we really want to give Sanchez a shot. No, no, no. They they were done and over with with Gary, and that's great. Um, one thing though that you said um, was just about the lineup and about just you know the. There are guys we talk about Vogelback, and I, I hate to keep on picking on him, um, but there's guys in this team that are just not carrying weight, and it's really detriment to everybody. Like Pete Alonso has no protection. That's really what it comes down to, and and I hate to say that because they keep on forcing, force feeding all these other guys out there, and you can't protect him. I mean, listen, Pete Alonso does what he can. He's got 19 home runs this season. He puts put up a ton of RBI. Same thing with Francisco Lindor. Now, listen, Lindor needs to step up a ga- game a little bit. I, I, I give a BT a little bit of crap here or there about how good he will turn into. And I think he's so streaky. I saw a stat today about Francisco Lindor, which is crazy to me. In high leverage situations, I think he's got four home runs, 20-plus RBIs. His batting average and OPS are through the roof. But in mid to low situations, mm-hmm. they are completely down. They are like just like non-existent. And he's basically been an all or nothing type of player, which is good because in the clutch spots he's showing up, yeah. but he's not doing it much else. Now is and that's frustrating to me because I'm like, is he just because is he not in enough clutch situations? Is that what's going on? Like, there's not enough base runners around for him, so to, to him to be into it. Like, what the hell's going on there? I think that, um, and you might have been the one that said this to me, but much like Pete, I think that Lindor, when he pre- when the team is pressing, he f- presses more at times. But I do think that, like, I never worry when it's him or Alonzo up in a big spot, and a lot obviously Alonzo. There's he, you can't ask more from the guy, but. I think Lindor in a big spot I'm comfortable with. I would like to see more consistency. I think that it's a little overblown the crap he gets because he's one of our best players and he's one of the best players in the league. And it's far from the issue of why we're not winning because, like you said, too many guys not carrying your weight. You have Canna, who last year was a plus for us. He's not carrying his weight. I love Marte, but he has not played well. I think he's been playing through an injury. I think also – not to get sidetracked, this team plays through a lot of injuries, and you see guys feeling that pressure. They're like, I need to be out here to help us win. I think we could have saw Marte go on the, the IL when he hurt his neck, um, but he's not carrying his weight. Obviously, we talked about Vogelbach, and I'm I'm with you. I don't want to bag on the guy, and I don't want to rip him. He's just – and he's not the main reason, but he's a part of the issue. Like, he's a part of the more philosophical issue. And then you have – Escobar, who I'm actually a little comfortable with, and it seems that when once he knew that he was playing and his job wasn't completely done, he seemed to have relaxed a little bit. And he also has, you know, rumored, and it seems like it that he's a huge clubhouse guy. So I'd rather not screw that up. But Tommy Pham, same thing. He gets off a lot because he doesn't, he wasn't the deadline deal last year. So he doesn't get the same hate that a Vogelbach gets. But Tommy Pham's given us nothing outside of a couple hits. You know, he did have that one single. Um, which I think was the day game against the Rays that gave us the lead. But it's not like he's done anything else. He's been awful in the field. So why not put a Beatty or a McNeil out there? And I think that last year a plus for us was the bottom of our lineup was hitting most of the season and that the bench 
was one of the best of the season. We had guys like Travis Janikowski helping out. We had guys, how great Guillaume was for like three months before he got hurt. He went from being on the bench to starting, and we just don't have that this year, let alone the top guys hitting consistently. One thing I, I will I will keep on going back to is Buck is killing me. Like Buck <laughs> continues to where like we had a good bench last year, and it felt like Buck was making the right moves at the right times, and he was always finding ways to get people playing time. But it didn't feel as forced. Now it's feeling forced. It's like, you know, it's it's almost like since Billy Epler traded for Darren Ruff and Vogelback, they had to be forced into the lineup ever since then. And it's, it's just if if he acquired somebody, they're getting the time. Like, listen, Naquin didn't see as much time, which is good, thank God. That was a mess. But like, this is a problem. Because there's certain people that should be seeing more time, and they're just not doing it. And and to me, it's at the point where Buck does it. He's almost confusing himself. Like he's almost outplaying himself. Where we keep on seeing big time situations where he doesn't know what to do anymore. Like I don't want to say the game's passing him by, but I think he's just he's just lost because he wants to a give his veterans a chance because that's what he is he's a veteran guy he he loves his guys he loves his vets he loves the people that he could, thinks he can re- rely upon but when it comes to the young kids he doesn't trust them but those are the guys that he has to play well i think that i i just i actually disagree with that because i think one if these guys are forcing the lineup i don't think it's buck that's forcing them in there I do think Buck is a player's manager, and part of that comes with the way he treats his vets. And I, I would like to see, you know, the moves work out more, but sometimes, you know, last year, everything was working out, and that's why it felt like he was pushing all the right buttons. At some point, the fans of the world, the Vogelbots, the Mauricios, uh, not the Mauricios, uh, you know, the v- even Vientos, like Guillerme, the, the catching situation, all these guys have to produce. Like, we can't just expect Buck to just put a guy in there and for it to work out. Like, last year, you had Janikowski coming up in big spots. You had Guillaume able to slide into the lineup flawlessly and help out. I think that we're also getting burned a bit on, you know, situational baseball, where, like, the steals, you know, sometimes if, like, I love being aggressive, but it feels like this year they've been, like, over-aggressive, and I know they've made the bases bigger. But it's hurt us a lot. I mean, you had the big Nimmo one. You've had it a couple times. I mean, we've seen Alonzo, who, you know, is not the best base runner in the world, you know, make some blunders in that aspect, whether that's coaching or just on his own will. But I also can't blame Buck for the pitching. Like, it's not his fault that Scherzer was so awful to start the season and the rest, the rest of the pitching staff was either hurt or just as bad. Like, I think he was dealt a poor hand and – I don't even, I'm not even ready to really like pile on Epler for the offseason as I am, you know, the deadline I was not happy about. But like, even him, like, I think that like there's a lot that has the, the, he gave Buck a short bullpen, but the rest of it, like, we can't be mad about because coming into the season, we were excited. Whereas, and I just can't see Buck being the reason why this is happening. Guys have to start hitting, guys have to start pitching. You know, we need to stop trotting out AAA ball players in the middle of relief innings, you know, I, I just can't put this on Buck. 
Also remember, too, we had all that those situations where guys were getting hit and we were like, oh, Bucks out there for the team. You know what I mean? Like he's going out there for Lindor. We're putting the red cam on him. There's none of that feel good stuff this year. So I think people are turning on him. Like that's funny because last year, you're right. You totally nailed it. Last year, it was there was all these stories about how he connected with Lindor. It was like, don't you just sit to the side. Like, like you do, you, you do, you play your game and I'll take the rest of it. I'll take the rest of the hits. And Buck's been doing that for the most part. He's been taking the hits. He's been trying to take the hits for all these guys that are out there, all these vets. And it's, it's just backfiring now. And now it makes him look bad. You're, you're right about that. 